Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Linger Longer. We are glad you're here, glad you joined us. It is a lovely day in Longview, Texas. I say that, I'm really just guessing. I've been inside for like the last eight hours, so <laughs> that's just a guess. Uh, but it, it, does, it looks lovely through the windows. Kevin, how are you? I'm good. It does feel nice. I did get to exit the building during lunchtime. And it was <laughs> It was beautiful outside. Well, good. But I'm good. I am good. Good. Well, it's Pastor David, and it's worship leader Kevin, and we're back. <laughs> so we're on week two of our call and response sermon series. Mm-hmm. Week one, we profiled Abraham and really Sarah, kind of the joint call there. And then this week was Moses. Yes, it was. So really diving into some heavy hitters right off the bat here, you know? <laughs> some, I think you put it as some Mount Rushmore. Yeah. Well, Mount Rushmore, pillars of the faith. <laughs> like, you don't really talk about Christianity without naming these guys, typically. Um, which is, you know, I say that and it's funny. Like, they don't really, they're, they're Jews. <laughs> Talking about the pillars of the Christian faith, but... They're Jews, like never mm-hmm. even thought of Christ, which is kind of interesting. That but, is. Yeah. <laughs> but you got to know your history. You got to know where you came from. That's right. Type deal. So this week, um, what were our high points? So Big moments. <laughs> as I was joking before we started recording that... For like the, I don't know, 100th week in a row, mine was that the music was was awesome. And um, I thought, and I'll go more into it uh, whenever we get to behind the music, but I just thought that there was a cool like through point through all of the songs that we did in Horizon. Um, yeah, sometimes that connective tissue doesn't like readily appear itself until like we're in the moment and I'm like, oh, yeah, God did a thing. <laughs> so that was that was mine. As I was really pleased with the music. So I think mine this week was not necessarily a. It's a part of worship. I think we take for granted. Okay. I think worship in our minds is, I am coming into a space to sing, to pray, to hear the word read and then expounded upon, and then maybe sing and pray again. But how many times do we really think about the communal context that we're in? Mm -hmm. Of the people worshiping, not just next to us, not just adjacent to us, but that we are connected in worship. And I saw that connection through um, a couple of the greeters on my FIT, which stands for First Impression Team. Okay. And we started something new this week where we print out a list of the folks that have been coming regularly or that had been visiting recently. And I asked them to kind of take attendance. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And... Their eyes, like these greeters' eyes, like lit up. Like they were excited. Cool. To to see who was there and not just in a sense to, well, make the check mark, 
give him the gold star. <laughs> it wasn't like that. It was, I had, I had one guy say, this will give me the opportunity that I've been needing to learn people's names. Mm. Yeah. I want to know who I'm worshiping with. Very cool. Yeah. So it, we're not just faces, not just sitting in the back, back of heads, but we, we have people that really want to know who's in the community with them yeah. that they're worshiping. And so to me, that, that was the high point of worship. Yeah, that's cool. It goes back to the, the sermon you did a few weeks ago about like challenging people to like mm. learn their names. Like, especially with the First Impressions team, like, I bet those people were like excited to, yeah. to like, I now have a list of names. I can yeah. actually like connect the dots, you know? That's awesome. Yeah, never thought about that that part being part of the worship. Yeah. So I think that, that was my it's my high point, and hopefully the the goal is we're kind of trying this because we we've been doing that for a while. Mm. We've been kind of we, we have a run spreadsheet, but now we're incorporating our greeters into it, and so hopefully I want to take that to the sanctuary. Yeah, um, and, and get it where it's cross campus, cross all of our services, just getting people dialed in. For but sure. that was definitely my high point this week. Well, did you leave anything out this week that you thought was gonna make gonna make <laughs> Sunday morning, but then at the last minute you're like, yeah, not so much. <laughs> um so I don't think I got rid of anything that like I had planned and then got and then take it took it out. Um but I did make a change uh, Thursday night at the band rehearsal of like the order of songs. Um, so I normally send out uh, the songs on a playlist. Um, the link is in the voice. Uh, and, and I put like a, a little graphic on the page that shows the order of songs. And, and usually that's the order of that, that we do. Um, and then during rehearsal just like musically and vibe and feel and all the things like collaboratively we were like maybe maybe we need to switch some of these songs around and so that was really the only thing that i would say that got cut was the original order of songs <laughs> so not the songs themselves but yeah just the order so mm -hmm. kind of using the old analogy at all the right people were on the bus they were just in the wrong seat. They, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so not being a music person, how big of a deal is order of song? So um, everybody, I think, has their own philosophy on that. Um, I, I, I like to go from higher energy at the top, just as like, welcome, we are excited to be here. Let's sing, let's worship. Um, and then as we move through the service, I, for the most part, tend to bring us down because we, a lot of times we lead into a prayer time at the end of the first, you know, few songs. Um, and so it, I personally think it would feel weird if we went from like the rah rah -iest song <laughs> that we do and then be like, okay, now sit down, we're going to pray. <laughs> it's like... Yeah. I just think like that emotional whiplash is a yeah. little much, and so um, trying to to like kind of guide and center before that prayer time is is a goal. Um, 
And then a lot of times with the closing songs of post-sermon, it it really is dependent on um, like subject material. Like sometimes you want to send people out like, yes, mm. let's go, let's go do the thing. And sometimes you want it to be more like reflective, contemplative off of what was just um, preached on. So um, that's kind of my philosophy. I try to shape things that way. Mm. Um, musically and yeah almost an hourglass shape I've used that analogy before is that like super high energy and then we bring it down and then sometimes we bring it bring it out yeah but then again sometimes it's straight down so <laughs> I like that yeah I like that for me what I left on the cutting room floor and I kind of I kind of gave a little bit of this away um kind of let people in my mind at the beginning of the sermon yesterday because <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I really did not know exactly how I was going to start that sermon. Yeah. And when Matt, uh, Matt did children's moment yesterday and I thought it was a great, like, I thought it was great the way he asked the kids about things that make them stop in their tracks and like these big these big things because mm-hmm. we're talking about Moses in the burning bush right and I thought about that and then I was like well I really I want to make the tie to being a youth pastor and like my call and that kind of piece but I thought about telling the story of things on fire <laughs> and one time in my youth talking about things that are on fire but don't burn up mm. Me and a couple of my friends experimented with bug spray, hairspray, and a lighter. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'm a pretty hairy guy. <laughs> Always have been. And my my legs are really hairy. Okay. And so my buddy said, hey, you can spray this on your legs and it'll stick to your hair but not your skin. And we can light your legs on fire. Mm-hmm. So we did, and we lit my legs on fire, and they did not burn. The hair did, but my legs did not burn. So I was like, ah, burning bush. Um, but then I was like, you know, I don't think I want to tell that with children in the room. I... Young, impressionable <laughs> children that might go and do likewise. I don't think I want them to go and do likewise in lighting their hair on fire. So I refrained from use of that story. Very good. Very yeah. good. That was, that was a good call. <laughs> On a more biblically sound principle, <laughs> I, I had really thought about going more in depth, and Pastor Jay actually did it in his sermon, about how many times and specifically the context of how Moses told God no and how God responded. Mm. Um, so if you get a chance, go back and watch Pastor Jay's sermon. And, because all through chapter 3 and chapter 4, Moses is just shutting God down. Right. Like, not it's not just, well, no, it's, this is why. No, <laughs> this is why I'm the wrong guy. This is why it shouldn't be me. Mm-hmm. And I have a, and this is who it could be. And But God is constantly, no. This is how I'm going to do it. You're the one I'm going to do it through. Let's just accept this and go on. <laughs> so it's this back and forth. I think that really, 
I think it does two things. One, it shows that when God wants you, he really does want you. He really yeah. is asking you to do the thing. Yeah. And no matter what excuse you come up with, that's all it is, is an excuse. God wants you. And two, it shows us that we can't argue with God and live to tell about it. Now, there were times, like, Moses got on thin ice. Towards the end, where is it at? Uh... This is chapter 4, verse 14. So Moses has just said, Oh, my Lord, please send someone else. (laughs) Quote, unquote. Yeah, quote, unquote (laughs) from Moses. And then God says, Then the anger of the Lord was kindled against Moses. (laughs) God got tired (laughs) of the complaining and the not me. Right. But not tired enough to not use him. He says, this is how it's going to go. I want you. I'll give you the help that you think you need. Mm -hmm. And he sends Aaron with him. But you're going to go and do this. I think that gives us license to argue our point. Maybe we don't think it's us. But at least give God the opportunity to prove you wrong. Mm. Don't just shut it down and say, no, never. Let God speak into that and say, yeah, but. It's okay. So that's, I didn't dive into that. Um, I went another direction. But I, I thought that was, that back and forth between Moses God is, I, and God is really powerful, I mm-hmm. think, in chapters 3 and 4 of Exodus. For sure. So what do you got for us from behind the music, Kevin? Um, so like I, I said earlier, I just there was this cool through point um, through the songs. And so part of the reason that I switched the order was so that this like mini narrative, I guess, went through. So we started with uh, Reckless Love. Which is God going, it, it even says, like, he leaves the 99. So God seeking us, sought us out, and st- still continues to seek us. We are still being called. Um, then we went to faithful now. Uh, so God is faithful in all situations. And then we went into his mercy is more. And that one was more of just the grandeur of grace. There's nothing that can separate us from the grace of God. And then, so all of that was pre-sermon. Mm-hmm. Um, and already, this is just like, I don't know, Christianity <laughs> in, a, in song form. Um, and then uh, after the sermon, we, we did Come Ye Sinners, which was... The chorus is like, I will arise and go to Jesus. Mm-hmm. He will embrace me in his arms. So it's just responding to the to our call. Mm-hmm. Like, I will arise. <laughs> I will do that. Um, and then as a musical kind of fun thing, but also um, kind of echoing that, that God is pursuing us, really us, um, 
we use the bridge to goodness of God, which is your goodness is running after me. Mm-hmm. My life laid down. I'm surrendered now. I give you everything. Your goodness is running after me. So um, I just thought that that all through the service, it just like there was like this macro thing happening mm-hmm. throughout the songs. I thought that was cool. Um, so that was part of the motivation as well of, of switching those songs around yeah. was just getting that that story in the right order. Yeah. Um, That's a good way to put it. Yeah. That story in the right order. And then very briefly in the song that I, I sang in the Beacon service, a song called Spirit Lead Me mm-hmm. um, by Influence Music. Um, and really it was this phrase that it that was in verse two that, that led me to pick this one. Um, it felt like a burden, but once I could grasp it, you took me further, further than I was asking. And I was like, oh, you know, Moses. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, that was what led me to this, this song originally. And then the more that I like sat with the words, the choruses are just phenomenal. If you say it's wrong, then I'll say no. If you say release, I'm letting go. If you're in it with me, I'll begin. And when you say to jump, I'm diving in. If you say be still, then I will wait. If you say to trust, I will obey. I don't want to follow my own ways. I'm done chasing feelings. Spirit lead me. So, yeah, that was the motivation of, of uh, the song for that I sang in Beacon. Was mm-hmm. it just and it seemed to like hit, especially with Jay yeah. going into to Moses like saying no so many times. It felt like a burden. <laughs> like, yeah. Um, yeah. And then you took me further than I was asking. Like, it just seemed like that was, those words were pointed directly to uh, the story of Moses' call. So, yeah. yeah. It, it's so cool. Like, when we can, when the work of God is so blatantly obvious that it becomes obvious to us. Right. It's like, oh, these, the stars have aligned and it's connected. And I just think God's like, yeah. I, <laughs> I know that. <laughs> I do it all the time. You just don't pay attention. But it seems like just right now, like God is doing a thing. Mm-hmm. Because like when we were talking about the songs we sang on Sunday and kind of the direction we even went, um, and I was, I was really kind of trying to figure out a way to work this into my sermon on Sunday, was the sermon I did for the youth on Wednesday night. Yeah. Because I did um, Peter and Jesus walking on the water. And that's a miniature call story in itself. Right. Like, yeah, Peter's already in as a disciple, but he's going deeper. Mm-hmm. He's being called out. He's going further into crazy things that no one thought was possible. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so just this whole idea of call and what we're called to as a church and what we're called to as Christians, I think is permeating through every facet of our congregation right now. 100%. And if, if we can get on board with that and get outside of our comfort zones, I mean, that is huge. And it doesn't have to be, like, you don't have to go on this crazy journey to a foreign country like Abraham. (laughs) You literally do not have to lead a people group out of slavery like Moses or Harriet Tubman. You don't have to be on the Underground Railroad either, okay? Not your bag. I get it. You don't even have to walk on water. But do something. Mm -hmm. 
Take the step. Take advantage of what God is calling you to. Because if God is calling you to it, it will be successful. Right. It's a win if you just follow. That's the sermon right there. It's a win if you just follow. Yeah. Just like the Nike slogan. Yeah. Just do it. Stupid. Just do it. <laughs> and yeah, it's hard and it's scary and all all the excuses. Moses had them. We have them. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if we just do it, amazing, like truly amazing things happen if we're willing to do it, if we're willing to follow the call. Um, do you have, it's kind of tangential to that, but do you have the lyrics to um, All You Sinners? I do. Because there was something in that. It was like, So, come ye sinners, the poor and needy. I got a better sheet. <laughs> yeah, verse 2. Uh, come ye sinners, the poor and needy, weak and wounded, sick and sore. Jesus ready stands to save you, full of pity, love, and power. That's verse 1. Verse 2. Come ye weary, heavy laden, lost and ruined by the fall, and if you tarry until you're better, you will never come at all. That one. Mm-hmm. I wanted to pull it because I knew we were singing it. And I wanted to close my sermon with part of that verse, and I just couldn't remember what it was. I, I should have just had the booth pull it up. But that that line, that and if you tarry until you're better, you will never come at all. Mm-hmm. It's not about being perfect. I think Michael Jordan said, you miss all the shots you never take. That's right. Take the shot. Yeah. If if God is calling you to take the shot, take the shot. Not not when you think you're going to make it. Not when you think you can't miss. So I think that's what we're waiting on. Right. We're waiting to take the shot until we know we can't miss. Forget that. If God's calling you to take it now, take it now. Yeah. Don't wait until you're better. Because you may never get the opportunity again. Mm-hmm. There, um, <laughs> Shocker, I watch a lot of... like worship artist interviews and and stuff um and there was a video of brandon lake and phil wickham just kind of talking about like Mm -hmm. songwriting and all sorts of stuff and um but a lot of their and if you don't know brandon lake and phil wickham like they are the dudes right now oh yeah like they are putting out amazing music and specifically amazing worship music so yeah go ahead um and they said, both of them said that a lot of their, like, the impetus of a song, like the nugget that they start with, typically comes from them almost improvising during a worship service. Like, just in the middle of a song, being like, this is what I hear God calling, and that what these people need to hear right now, this is what I think needs yeah. to, and like, they even say, there's like, there's many times that we go for something and it sounds bad or the words are bad. <laughs> but they also said that, like, you just have to step out in faith and do it. That's where all of that is coming from. And, you know, the more that you do it, the better it gets, just like everything. And so, yeah, um, yeah there. I just thought that was an interesting example of them just... Of people that are just stepping out, 
taking their shot and yeah. whether it it becomes the number one hit or it's something only meant for the congregation in that one context or if it's never heard again because it sounds bad or they feel embarrassed or whatever at least they're doing it yeah, <laughs> yeah. so and uh and I didn't ask her permission to do this, but I'm going to do it and ask for forgiveness later. Um, somebody who's stepped out there and just taken the shot is our children's director, Kathy Ansley. Like she never thought she would be doing this. Mm -hmm. And she is crushing it yeah. because she listened to God. Jay listened to God in asking her, to jump into that position, never having served in children's ministry really yeah. in any type of full-time capacity, but she has learned, she has grown, and the kids and the parents and the volunteers are responding to her infectious joy <laughs> and energy and love for the kids. Oh, yeah. I mean, just, <laughs> just because she listened. And was willing to take the chance that, hey, maybe this isn't for me. Mm -hmm. but maybe it is. And it is. It is. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> we love you, Kathy. Big time. Mm -hmm. So that's Moses. This week, we're moving on to Moses' protege, <laughs> Joshua. We'll be in Joshua chapter 1, verses 1 through 9. And this is going to be a little different. It's going to look a little different than the calls we've heard the last two weeks. But that's good, because all calls are not created equal. They're all not the same. Mine's different than Kevin's. Yours is different than ours. And I'm excited to keep going down this path with you. So until next time, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening. You can always comment below. Shoot us an email. We want to hear from you. Please like and share this podcast and the video. So thanks for being a part. Mm -hmm. See you. Bye.